Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is FCB Radio, where real talk lives. Visit us online at fcbradio.com. We got them outlaws. Really gotta get with them outlaws. Outlaw radio. From the speaker to the stereo. Welcome to the Outlaws. This is the King Pin alongside Jessica Lavish. E. Will is not in today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at The Outlaws Radio. We have a lot of things to discuss. Uh, Stay tuned. We have a very packed show today. But first, we are going to get to an interview that I taped earlier today with the legendary jazz and R&B musician, Ronnie Laws. And we're going to jump into that interview right now. All right. And we have a very special guest on the show today. We have the pleasure and the honor to be talking to a legendary musician, recording artist, all of the above, Welcome to the show, Ronnie Laws. How you doing, sir? I'm excellent. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So uh, we were talking a little bit before the show started about uh, some places that you just came back from and uh, some some events that you're that you're doing and getting ready to do. So talk a little bit about where you just uh, got back from recently. Well, we, um, my son and, and I, uh, well, you know, we uh, we just got back from London, England. Uh, the UK, and uh, we did a venue called the Jazz Cafe, in which he opened up for me. He did a phenomenal job. It was a completely sold-out uh, show, and uh, I've done the vid- I've done that that venue uh, singularly as a solo you know solo artist, but this time I had my son open up for me, who's a, who's also a saxophonist, and uh, very very you know he did a. He really made me proud. I mean, he, you know, the, and the audience, they just, they loved him, you know. Wow. And uh, so he'll probably be going back on his own from this point, you know. But <laughs> anyway, uh, it was a good, and, you know, so I've, I've been featuring him uh, because, you know, he, uh, he he has a new product, a project out ca- uh, called Imagery. And it's, been, it's released on my label under the uh, uh, Blue, Blue Tree Records. That's the name of my label, distributed by Universal. And uh, so we're very excited about his, his you know, progress and, and uh, his debut as, a, as, a, as an artist. A lot of care 
performances uh, in, in Los Angeles in August at the place called The Rose. And um, and I have new product that's uh, scheduled to release um, no later than the end of uh, the end of summer. So uh, yeah, and so I'm very excited about that. And um, a lot of good things happening. A lot yeah. Of good things. Yeah, a lot of going on. So, talk a little bit about what it's like to see your son uh, following your footsteps and in your family footsteps. For those of uh, of you who may not know, uh, the Laws family has a very rich musical tradition. Uh, talk a little right, bit well, about what that's like to see your son uh, getting into the family business, so to speak. Well, as I said earlier, you know, it's just, you know, it makes you very proud, you know, as a parent, you know, and as a, you know, as his father and. And just shows that uh, you know, but he, you know, he, 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 uh, he did it basically on his own as well. Aside from being, you know, being encouraged by me in his earlier formidable uh, uh, beginnings of, of pursuing playing, you know, saxophone. And I think he was around uh, twelve when he started. And uh, but I, I have to really give him the, the credit that you know he really took the upon himself to be, you know, disciplined enough to, you know, to, to do all the right things, practicing and, and you know, researching things and, uh, you know, with, with the instrument, you know, and other artists that, you know, that uh, that uh, he that he was, you know, inspired by some of the earlier patriots, you know, on saxophone. And uh, so, you know, and, and I never had to tell him to practice. I mean, that's something that he just, he just had that natural inclination to want to do that. And, so it's paying off now, you know, and it's just, the fruitage is just showing itself. And so I'm very proud of him. The family's proud of him. And so, uh, once again, he's, you know, he's carrying that charge. And so that's, you, you love to see that as a, you know, uh, you know, as, as a, as a, you know, as a, as his father. So, Absolutely. uh, and along with his mom, you know, she, you know, she, she had a, uh, a lot to do with, you know, encouraging him as well. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, that's uh, you know looking forward to him continuing to uh, you know to to, to to make a mark for himself. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, uh, we're talking with Ronnie Laws, and there is a uh, one song in particular um, that you were heavily involved with. It, it is a classic. Uh, it still gets a lot of love to this day, and that's a song very special that was done by your sister Deborah Laws in uh, 1981. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that song and talk about how uh, how do you feel that that song is still, you know, legendary to this day? It still gets sampled in newer songs and, and people still love that song. What does it feel like to be a part of a song like that that, you know, years later is still uh, revered as one of the great R&B songs? Well, one of the things the uh, <clears throat> that <clears throat> as a Musician as an artist, I've always appreciated great melodies. You know, aside from the rhythmic content, you know, which is a, you know, on its own can can carry a you know a, a song. But the melody, and that song was written by one of my uh, closest friends, and we collaborated on a lot of the earlier projects as far as compositions. His name is William Jeffrey, and uh, he wrote that along with his his wife. She wrote the lyrics, and he he uh, wrote the, you know he composed the music, and uh, he submitted it while I was because uh, I produced that album uh, mm-hmm. very special, and uh, he submitted the song uh, uh, very special, and 
be one of those those uh, classics, you know. And uh, I performed on it with it. We, it was like a duet, you know. Right. Played sax alto, and and to this day, it's considered one of the top ten R&B singles of all times, you know. So uh, that was just one of those special special projects, you know. And, uh, and she, you know, she has a phenomenal voice, you know. And um, you know, she, uh, you know, she's still going. You know, in fact, we're going to be doing a concert together in uh, Chicago very, uh, you know, I think in September. So, um, yeah, so we, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those, those special, special classics. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, let's, let's go a little bit uh, back to the beginning. When did you first get involved in music? When did you realize that this is uh, what you wanted to do? When did you, when did you discover that this was your passion? Houston, I mean, growing up in my house, you know, my, my the household, my, my uh, the, the family, you know, music was a, um, uh, it was dominant, you know, dominated the house, you know, because my mom was a, uh, the choir director. My mom was the, you know, the choir director of the local church. Uh, and uh, so on weekends, there was always music. And then aside from that, she, my mom, you know, she was a music kind of, I mean, a person that, you know, she introduced us to all different genres of music, whether it was Ella Fitzgerald, B.B. Uh, uh, King, uh, Muddy Waters, uh, you know, even classical music. You know, she she was well versed, versed in all those, all those things, all those uh, uh, different genres of music. And so we would wake up in the morning before school, and the first thing we we listened to on the radio was, you know, a blues a blues radio station. You know? Right. And, and so you know that was that was just a, a part of our environment. You know, very uh, you know very stable part of our uh, you know growing up in that in that household. Mm-hmm. So you know, but uh, growing up, I mean, I I you know became not interested. I mean, I think it's you know it's something you you have to give, but you don't have it. You know and but I had dual interests, I you know, uh, uh, aside from uh, pursuing music, I, you know, I was also interested, in, I played baseball, you know, so I had that dual interest, but oh, music wow. took over, music took over because, uh, um, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it was imminent, <laughs> you, know, it, you know, it had to be that, and, and, uh, and I, you know, that motivation was there, you know, and I had great mentors, you know, like my brother, my sister Eloise, and then right behind us, living in the, in, uh, in the same neighborhood, with Wayne Henderson, who part of the Jazz Crusaders, you know, and Joe, Joe Sample, and and uh, Wilton Felder, Sticks Super. Those, you know, I <laughs> those were the, the the people, the, the guys who were my mentors growing up in that neighborhood, and <clears throat> so I was very much impacted by them. And uh, so that, that that all of that inspired me to to you know to 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 pursue you know the, a music career because they they set the tone they set the example for me mm-hmm. and that's where it started. I started with uh, you know playing in clubs with you know my, my sister was background singing, singing for Kenny Rogers in the first edition and uh, they did the club circuit in Houston. He's from Houston and one uh, on one occasion she talked to Kenny about you know. She said, I have a little brother that plays saxophone. I think you should check him 
him in, bring him in, and you know, I actually played, you know, that, you know that 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 evening, and uh, that was an incredible experience. I, I was only 12, 12 years old, you know, right. But that was my first, uh, uh, you know, uh, encounter with on, on a professional level, and uh, from there, I just sort of, you know, kept uh, uh, the pursuit, and the rest is history. Absolutely, absolutely. We're talking with Ronnie Laws and. Um, your first album, uh, Pressure Sensitive, uh, was released in 1975, and it reached number 25 on the Billboard Top Soul Albums chart. Uh, what was that like? What was that experience like having your debut album hit number 25 on the Billboard Top Soul uh, Albums charts? What did, what did that feel like? Well, it was just so... <laughs> uh, it felt great. I mean, it, I... Mean, I it wasn't, uh, you know, it was something that just sort of took a life of its own, you know, as far as uh, just taking off, and it was like an explosion. Because, uh, uh, but I knew that the track always there had something special about it because of the, once again, the melodic content and then the rhythms, you know. And then on the, the melody, which I actually constructed on, on flute, not saxophone. I, I, you know, I, you know, constructed that melody on flute. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, uh, it was before going into the studio, a, a lot of the material was, was extremely well rehearsed. And, uh, and, and then we brought in, you know, well, Wayne Henderson produced that and he brought in, you know, you know, my, my homeboys, you know, and, uh, Joe Sample and Wilton Felder. And it was just a great honor, man, to have them to participate on my first uh, debut, you know, project. Right. And uh, but the, the record just took off. I mean, it was promoted. The one thing that that, uh, that I, I appreciated about the way it was promoted, um, it uh, it wasn't it wasn't marketed. When it, even though it was on Blue Note, which is a, uh, a strictly a jazz label, uh, the, the way that it was marketed and promoted was like. Uh, was, was was really like a uh, pop promotion. I mean, it was like uh, how they promoted, our, you know, the R&B uh, marketing, you mm-hmm. know, and so that's why I got the attention that it, that it got aside from the, you know, the, the content of the, of, the, of the single. And so it, it just took off. I mean, it just, uh, it, was, uh, it was like a wave that took, that took you know, the, the instrumental uh, wave that took all the uh, A&M stations as well as the FM stations. Right. Across the board, New York, you know, Chicago, I mean, everywhere. It just, it, it just blew up. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned earlier that uh, you are working on a new project that is going mm-hmm. to be uh, released soon. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about your new project. Well, I mean, it's, um, I, I mean, I, I've always tried to uh, inspire myself. <laughs> to want to do something, you know, that's not necessarily predictable, but, you know, keep in keeping with my style, you know, of, 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 um, of uh, you know, of what I do. Uh, but, you know, I just like to do things that, you know, that, that, that sort of gives me a, another motivation. So I, I, I decided to do a, 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 a tribute track to uh, uh, Jimmy Reed and, uh, and, um, uh, and, and the way it, when, it, when, when going into you know to perform it, this track called uh, "Take Out Some Insurance," and 
treat. It's going to be something that they're going to really be, not surprised, but, you know, I think they'll, they'll really be totally uh, uh, entertained by it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so you are a legendary jazz musician. You've had so much success in the world of jazz as well as in the world of soul and R&B. Um, what, what do you think about the state of jazz today? You don't see as many uh, jazz artists. You see very few crossing over and having mainstream success like you used to. Um, jazz is disappearing off of some radio formats. What do you, what do you think... Uh, is the state of jazz right now as a as a mainstream uh, music genre? I've always said that you know any music uh, uh, genre you know if it's not marketed properly you know it's it's going to be underrated you know or it's not going to be as appreciated as those you know uh, 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 genres of. of, of um, categories of music that, that that's given a lot of attention is because they've been marketed and promoted. And so jazz has always been an, an, an evolving art form, you know. And, and um, But the one thing that I see that's, that stands out to me is uh, the um, the artists that are out there now, they, they you know, especially under the smooth jazz, which I, you know, I've never considered myself a smooth jazz artist, but I've been, you know, attributed to being, you know, one of the foundations of that. But, you know, I've never really looked at myself as a smooth jazz, or I'm not a smooth jazz artist, you know. But the point is, is that um, the, 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 the format, and you know, that uh, that is, it's been mostly... Artists, you know, the artists who are out there, they you know, mostly do covers, not original compositions. And so, when you do that, I mean, you can exhaust your your your, your base, your fan base, as far as you know, you know, when you just do covers of other people's material, uh, you know, a standard of other people's work. That's great, but you know, and, and, and uh, but over a period of time, you get you know, you get a little. Um, it, it sort of wears you, you know, wears on you. Know, it gets boring, you know. For me, I, I mean, it's hard for me to listen to, you know, certain formats on radio because of that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, you, I as an artist, you, you, you know, growing up, you know, I was inspired by original material by, 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 that, that artists did, you know, that, that, you know, something that was, uh, you know, that was new and different, you know, that that inspired me, and that, that's not much of what you see today. Especially in the jazz thing, and then the, the level of musicianship is, um, you know, with the exception of some some uh, artists that I, I have a lot of respect for, it's it's, it's not uh, that you know, it's not that it's not on the level of you know of appreciation for me, you know, right. but, you know, but it is what it is. I mean, you know, I'm not singling out any one, you know, player or anything, but uh, um, you know, I just grew up in an era, man, you know, that. Um, you know, the standard was very, very high as far as the level of musicianship, you know, and just, you know, really, um, you know, perfecting your craft, you know. And, you know, there are exceptions. There's some, you know, a couple of, you know, handful of great players out there. I mean, phenomenal, you know. And, uh, but on, for the majority, you know, you know looking at uh, what's going on, it's just, it's, it's just, uh, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's not that inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, we're talking with Ronnie Laws. And before we let you go, a couple of more questions here. One, uh, for any aspiring artists, for people who are trying to get in the business, people who are trying to find their way, what advice would you give uh, to, to a young artist? Well, the advice that my brother gave me, you know, perfect your craft uh, and, and stay focused. And be prepared for, you know, rejection because you, you, that's going to happen. But uh, for the most part, you know, have a, a strong conviction about what you, you know, what, what you want to pursue. And, and don't allow yourself to be distracted from that, from your goal or from that dream, you know. And, uh, and surround yourself with people who have the same, who have the same concept of, 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 of where you want to go. You know, and, uh, you know, if you've, there's a, 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 a proverb that says, you know, you walk with uh, with wise persons, you'll become wise. Yeah, but if you have dealings with the stupid ones, you'll fare badly. Mm-hmm. So, who you associate yourself with, uh, you know, as, as far as reaching your goals, has a lot to do with what you're getting there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And let everybody know if you got any uh, tour dates coming up, where you're going to be, uh, all that good stuff. Check out Ronnie Law's music on, on, on my website, and uh, you know uh, you can go to YouTube and uh, on Facebook, and you'll see you know the, the dates that are, are in front of me. All right, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Laws, for coming on the show. Uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, good luck to you and everything that you are continuing to do as you continue to add on to that already incredible legacy that you have. Thank you so much. All right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of The Outlaws after this. You need me and I need you. Love and us is very special. Things you seem to do divine. You look straight into my eyes. I know what love is meant to be. Cause our souls touch tender. Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Comfy in my own skin. And I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope you're still looking down seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. Listen to the Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio. Go to the iHeartRadio app and search for the Outlaws Radio Show. Or tell Alexa to play the Outlaws Radio Show. Stand Up For Kids is looking for volunteers interested in leadership positions in Cleveland to help Cleveland Stand Up For Kids grow and expand so we can reach out and help more youth. Stand Up For Kids is a 501c3 national nonprofit organization founded in 1990. Stand Up For Kids is almost totally ran by volunteers. Not only does that make us unique and strong, but we understand the importance of your time and will make you feel like a valued part of our community. We are very much in need of your time and talent. 
Our mission is to end the cycle of youth homelessness. Think of the young people in your own life. Nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, and grandkids. Now think of them alone on the streets. Would you want someone to help them survive and give them hope? For more information, email cleveland at standupforkids.org or check out standupforkids.org slash cleveland. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E-Will. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E-Will is not in today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at The Outlaws Radio. Want to send a special shout out once again to Ronnie Laws, the legendary Ronnie Laws, for joining us on the show. We really appreciate it. And now is the time of the show that we like to call the celebrity well it's not celebrity it's well we make them celebrities because we talk about them (laughs) right (laughs) it is our favorite reality that's the word i was looking for soap opera (laughs) ladies and gentlemen this is the floridians And on today's edition of the Floridians, we have a Florida woman who wanted to have sex, but her boyfriend was too tired and then out came a knife. Wow. From the the Miami Herald, a violent scene between a couple played out earlier this month in a Dundian, Florida home outside Tampa. According to a police report from the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, on the evening of July 5th, Jennifer Lee Chapman got into a verbal argument with her live-in boyfriend. The issue at hand, she wanted to have sex, but he did not because he was, quote, too tired, read the report. The argument escalated and Chapman grabbed a serrated kitchen knife and cut her own arm. Wow. Extensively out of frustration or anger. The victim tried to stop the defendant and a struggle ensued on the floor of the kitchen, says the arrest affidavit. Chapman was able to get the knife back from her boyfriend and attacked him. Oh, my God. Cutting his left arm and shoulder area multiple times, leaving bloody, visible injuries. The report says the suspect also head-butted the victim in the face. What the heck? Is she on something? And punched him, causing marks, red marks to his forehead. (laughs) Chapman, who was arrested two years ago in the same county on possession charges, that may answer your question, fled on foot and was eventually apprehended on July 10th by law enforcement officials. The 37-year-old whose employment... 37? Yeah. You're too old, sis. (laughs) Look, sis. Right. We're going to talk about that later. The 37-year-old whose employment is listed on court reports as disabled was charged with aggravated battery and booked into the county jail awaiting trial. Wow. I would have just left as soon as she started cutting herself. (laughs) 
I'm like, okay, gotta go see where this is going. So you wouldn't have tried if, to like... No, if she's cutting herself, she doesn't care about anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? She doesn't even care. She doesn't care about herself. So why? I would have not. I'd be like, all right, gotta go. I'll, I'll call the police on the yeah. way out though. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> have you like? I, and it's funny. I, have I don't. I what? No, I, I don't I know. Have not. No, not stab anybody. Right? That was what I was going to ask you. But I haven't heard um, many women talk about this. But I have heard some women that say because women in general don't get turned down for sex very often. But a lot of times when they do, they don't really know how to handle it. Um, no, this particular <laughs> oh, woman I'm, here. <laughs> I'm like, no, I've never been turned down for sex. <laughs> that, that's where you're getting at. <laughs> that that is where I was getting at, but I was trying to like find a way to say it well, nicely. No, I haven't. I'm sorry, I don't know what that feels like. I do the turning down. <laughs> if you were ever turned down, though, do you think you'd be able to handle that? I'd be like, okay. <laughs> oh, you must like men. Oh. <laughs> oh, you must like men. You like men? I knew it. I knew it. It's okay. It could be you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. So, before we go to break, you have a Florida story as yes, well. Yes, I do. Dunkin' Donuts manager arrested for creating fake employee to pocket paychecks. <laughs> a Dunkin' Donuts manager in Pinellas Park, if I'm saying that correct, uh-huh. Florida, was arrested for grand theft after police say she hired a fake employee to pocket an additional paycheck for herself. 29-year-old Mar- Mar- Marquia Nelson was arrested by Pinellas Park Police Monday morning after she, after she hired a fictitious person on May 15, 2019. From May 16th through July 6th, police say Nelson clocked the fake employee in and out, logging a total of 235 hours. The arrest report says the fake employee earned $8.65 an hour, making the total of $1,610.84. Police say Nelson direct deposited that money into her own personal account and later admitted to what she did, claiming she used the money for life expenses. Nelson was charged and booked into the jail. However, she has been since released. I'm confused how she... Oh, is that considered grand theft? I, I thought grand theft was just a car. No, no, that would be Grand Theft Auto. Oh, duh. (laughs) I knew that. I was just testing the waters. (laughs) Make sure you played it. Now, my question is, like, was it a was it a real person that didn't work there or was it literally just an imaginary person? I don't know. But my thing is, she dumb. I would have never created an account. That's how you get away. Right. Now you should have just took it and cashed it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, she put the direct oh, but then deposit. The ID. But she put the direct deposit in her, in her own because that's the only way she could probably get it for real. Because you don't, you can't go create a bank account because you don't have an ID. Yeah, and you can't go cash a check because you don't have an ID. Yeah, that's true. So she, she had, had to because she had used like. I'm not going to say their names because I don't want to give anybody any ideas. But like some of the online payment, you know, services. Could she have used any of those? Probably not, because I believe you got to put your social in. Oh, so either way, so she had to. But but when you direct deposit it, though, like she's direct depositing it from the company. So it's not hard. To see that, hey, these are the same two. She should have just created like an online one in her name. Yeah. And put it and had it go into that Right, person. I see what you're saying. Since she's a manager, set up another direct deposit. Yep. For this, for the fake person. Because, I, I mean, I'm not saying what she did was right. 
But I feel you, girl. <laughs> Just She said life expenses. She was being honest. You know what I mean? Working at Dunkin' Donuts and being a manager, she probably only making 10. Right, because the cause it said the fake person was making eight fifty six. Yeah, so she's probably making ten or eleven, something like that. Ten or eleven. So shoot. <laughs> but she, I mean, the way that she did that though, you were asking was, to get caught. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you asking to get caught regardless, because <laughs> you are the manager and right. Now you don't have no job. Right. And now you got a, a record and you got to, you know, deal with this stuff in K, in court, too. Yep. So. And it was only a thousand. That's but, another good but do point. You, but do you hear that? That she clocked in 256 hours and only made a thousand dollars? That's disgusting. Oh, uh, yeah. That is disgusting right there. That's That's so nasty. That's a very good point. That is so nasty. Dunkin' Donuts, how are you paying these people? That's a very good point. Is, I didn't even think about that until you just said that. So she probably did need it for every expenses. <laughs> she like two hundred fifty six hours, only a little over a thousand. So hold on, let's do the let's do the math on this here. That's eight sixty five an hour. Yeah. Or eight fifty six. So yeah. how much every two weeks? One thousand. So she only she only got away with this for a month. Basically, uh, oh. no, May through July, two months. So wait. She got a thousand. So all of those hours, and she only got a thousand dollars in two months. Uh, well, what one thousand six hundred ten dollars? Okay. Well, that doesn't make it much much better. better. <laughs> two hundred thirty-five hours, May sixteenth through July sixth. So a little less than a month. Yeah, two months. A little less than two months. Wow. That's you know what. I gotta, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that what she did was right. It's not right. I can't stand a thief. Don't steal. Yeah, no, don't steal. But damn, that person <laughs> is not wasn't making nothing. 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 nothing yo, like, <laughs> and that's probably because she probably was at least smart enough to say, "Well, I'm not gonna pay them an outrageous amount. I'm gonna mm-hmm. pay them what people are normally mm-hmm. getting." So that's probably what she, what that person. What whoever works at Dunkin' Donuts is normally getting. Getting, exactly. Ooh, it's, it's no less than what they're normally getting. Right. Right. No, it can't be. It can't be. So that's what they're getting. That's disgusting, Dunkin' Donuts. You ought to be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. Yeah, y'all. I mean, y'all got the money. You might want to give your employees a little um, bit of a America list. runs on Dunkin', doesn't it? <laughs> no, it doesn't because y'all don't pay them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. We have more to come. We'll be right back here on the Outlaws. Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Convenient my own skin. And I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope you're still looking down seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. Now you see I'm cool, calm, collected. Works you can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen to the Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio. Go to the iHeartRadio app and search for the Outlaws Radio Show. Or tell Alexa to play the Outlaws Radio Show. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E. Will. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E. Will is not in today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. And now is the time of the show that we like to call Juicy, where we take a look at a juicy relationship topic. Miss Lavish, what you got? All right. So, could you date someone who is separated from their ex but is still legally married? So, you want to go first or you want me to go first? You could go first because I know when I said this to you um, off air, when I brought it up, you were saying that you were in a situation. So, I want to hear what you got to say. Yes, previously, not yes. now, currently. Yes, previously. Um, I'm single at this point. Um, oh. Yeah, had another breakup. Oh, yeah, I about heard. A, about a month and a half ago. Oh, yeah, I heard you say it's last. <laughs> last, last I did mention it last week. <laughs> That's unfortunate. So, um, so this is not this, this most recent uh, girlfriend. This is the one before that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in that situation. Uh, mm-hmm. She was in the process of going through a divorce. But it wasn't, it wasn't complete yet, and it hadn't been completed for some time. It actually was well after we broke up that it, was, that it ended up becoming completed. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and that was, I don't think I would do that again mm-hmm. for, for a number of reasons. One, I was always uncomfortable with that because to me, you know, in the eyes of God, you're still married. Right. Um, but... What I was told about the process, you know, where she was at in the process was different from what the what reality it actually was. was. Right. right. So because I was told that, oh, well, you know, it'll, you know, we got a couple more court hearings and we'll be done. Mm. I'm like, all right. Okay. Cool. Let me know when they over. <laughs> and it didn't, it didn't play out that way. Um, it's just, it adds another level of complication to a relationship. For sure. Um, you have, and in the back of your mind, you do still have questions about ties, whether there are still ties there and stuff like that. Um, it, it just, it, it, it's just complicated. It makes things complicated. And, and when things get difficult in your relationship or when you have issues or whatever, which every relationship eventually does, right? you wonder. Because this person is still technically married, legally married. So what's stopping them from just saying, hey, yeah, I'm going to go 
over here in this direction, especially when the when the person that you're getting a divorce from is making it more difficult for you to move on. Right. Because they want to, especially like there was a kid involved in all of this. So so oh, that hell. guy. Yeah. So that guy was making it very difficult mm-hmm. for her to live her life in the direction that she wanted to. Of course. Because now that you're gone and there's someone else who wants you and making you happy. Now, all of a sudden, of course, that guy is like, oh, well, hey, uh, maybe we can patch this up. Even though I even though I know I cheated on you 15,000 times, maybe, you know, maybe we can patch this thing up. Right. And it, it just it's too complicated. Um, it that was never my intent to be in a situation like that. And now knowing now what I know, I, I, I don't recommend it. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to know, have you ever seen the cheater's van pull up? Like, that's why I would never do it because I would feel like I'm about to be on cheaters or something. Because like you said, like, I don't care if you say, oh, I'm separated. People be separated from their baby mamas. Okay. And still be together. So I just definitely ain't about to trust nobody. Oh, yeah. I'm legally married. Well, I'm legally blind and I can't see you right now. Did y'all hear that? I liked that. Did y'all that hear that? Smooth. That was smooth. I don't have time for that. Shoot. I feel like dating is already hard with yeah. all of the social media influence that's in it already. So I just feel like dating somebody who has a wife is even more. Now, don't get me wrong. I have, I don't want to say dated, but I have messed with somebody that had a girlfriend, but I didn't know at the time. And then by the time you find out, it's like, oh, too late. And then you're, they're not really like owned. They're just rented. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like a, a, a home buying, you know, type of deal. Like first you rent, see if you like it. See if you like it. And then you, you know, buy it or you start to see if you can finance it, get right. a loan on it. But I just know if you married, got to go. Yeah, yeah. I don't have time for that. Like. Yeah. Nah, it's I would definitely tell everybody don't do it. Yeah, don't. If they married. Let, <laughs> let the whole run. let the whole thing run play out let it end and then see and even then after that you still got to see exactly. where they're at and how many of there is there you know what i mean yeah. like well yeah that's true too like if if it's more than one cuz if you no no if you doing this with me i'm just going to assume you are doing this with somebody else oh well, because you was married, you was tied down. I just, I just, nah, nah. Anybody that says, I'm going to leave you for my wife or my husband. No. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. No, it's a lie. Don't believe it. Sis. They done said that to about five <laughs> other people. <laughs> I'm going to leave her for you. Okay. <laughs> no. No, you go. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, t- right now, let's call her. Right. <laughs> Should we call her together on three-way? You will be on that. So you three-way like, yeah, call? Call her, call her right now. Let's call her and break the news together. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? All right. So, we're actually, this segment is supposed to be over, but I'm going to extend it for a couple of minutes because you actually brought up something that I want to want to talk about a little bit more. What? Uh, when you mentioned about how difficult dating is now yes. because of everything dating is so hard let's talk about that because i I'm feel like some, dating i feel like sometimes when i had this conversation with people especially people who are not in our generation mm-hmm. like 
They don't get it. Because like, they owe. <laughs> they don't get it. They Cell phones first came out when they was already 30. So they don't get nothing. Like, we had cell phones when we was young. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's talk about this. Talk about how difficult every, the environment that, we in, that we're in, how difficult it is to date in this mess. It's so hard because it's just like people, okay, people just what, follow people on these social media websites and people post what you want them to see, including myself. Like I don't post very private things or like if I'm dating somebody, you're not going to know until I feel like everybody should know. Cause that's right. just how I am. I'm a private person, but so I let you see my success and my baby from time to time and myself, but Oh, excuse me. I had to burp. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was very sexy. No, <laughs> But anyways, um, so it's just like it gives people like these different interpretations of people or they see these relationships Mm -hmm. online and they say, oh, relationship goals. Oh, relationship goals. Oh, no. But you don't know that. You don't know what goes on. But behind closed doors, they only posting these little cute pictures with the cute little quotes to make it seem like they happy. I feel like people who do that all the time is trying to push like they're happy when they're really not like, oh, me and my babe. I just love my babe, do you? Because I know your babe banged a couple other babes. <laughs> just saying. There is nothing just There is saying. nothing that is a bigger uh, warning sign that you're in a relationship where somebody's cheating than when both of you have the same Facebook page. Have you ever seen this? Where they like share, when, they're, when the couple is sharing the same Facebook page, they got both of their names on it and all of that. That's it's like, too much. Don't do that. That's too much. Don't do that. Because then that, that, that lets the world know that one of y'all cheated because one, don't trust the yeah. other one <laughs> to I just, have their own social media. Account. I just feel like, and, and I just feel like people like, I don't know, it's just so weird because somebody, a guy could be in a whole relationship um but never post their significant other yeah you know what i mean so then if somebody comes in their dms trying to talk to them and the girl want to be mad at you and it's just like what you mad you you can't be mad at anybody for, right. for one right <laughs> for one let's be real <laughs> like this your man he ain't got no pictures of you nowhere so you need to be mad at him because i mean if somebody knew who you was who you that you existed then you can't be mad that people slide in the dms right. and they slide in the dms it's too easy to cheat and too easy to talk to other people and engage like that's why i feel like our our generation is hard to find somebody because it's like you could talk you could be talking to one person and then you could just easily slide in somebody else's dm and they can't, they say something that's a little bit more interesting and you forget about that person that's a and then that happens good. again so you talk to this person but oh oh no this person's a little bit more intriguing you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's just like a it's just a cycle so yeah, i'll actually be happy like once social media kind of dies but but you know what though i mean it's not. Think, yeah, I think we stuck with it. But but I think I completely agree with that. I, I feel like people treat people and relationships as if they're disposable. So yeah. Like, like you said, it's like, all right, well, you know, I'll, I'll go in this DM over here. And then, oh, they, you know, they, they saying something a little more interesting. So I'm over here now, even though I was just spent the last two months or whatever, you know, talking to this person over here. Now nah, right. I'm slide in over. Yeah, it makes it very hard to build trust, mm-hmm. to build a foundation because everything is so is so disposable. Like a perfect example with with us because you're you're single too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not hard if we wanted to just go be with somebody. We could just go be be with somebody. with somebody with anybody. You know what I mean? Like that's not that's not hard. That's actually easy, and I think that's 
part of the situation because it's really easy to just go shack up with somebody. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find somebody that you can build a future with. Exactly. No, for it's definitely hard. And then, like you were saying, I think it's hard for me... <laughs> Because I'm bad with options. So, like, if I have too many options, I'm just going to be like, oh, well, this and this. Oh, but this and this. Oh, but what if they do this? But what if they do this? Then I got to kill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have 50,000 things going through my head, overthinking it, which I know that I tend to do with most things in life. Yeah, I'm an overthinker, too. But it's just like, so it makes it hard to really... Not invest, but I guess, yeah, invest your time. Because, I mean, I feel like I'm 27 now. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be married, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 30 was my age, okay? <laughs> like, I understand. And 30 is in a couple of years. So now I need to be in a relationship, building right. for right, marriage, right. and then getting married. Probably not at 30, but, you know, 31. <laughs> did, you see, uh, did you see that post I made on Facebook, that meme I shared on Facebook and Instagram? I said, I want to get married in two to three years, so I'm going to need one of y'all to act right. For real. Somebody's <laughs> son. <laughs> it's about to be somebody daddy right. needs to get it together because I just don't have time for all the foolery. Like exactly, I'm about to I'm about to cop me a sixty year old. <laughs> I want him to have his shirt open just a little bit with a little hair, tan chest, tan deity could call him that, <laughs> and he has like gold rings and a couple gold chains. <laughs> And no. he and he has two tattoos, one on his arm and one on his calf. <laughs> wow, you're very specific with this. Because, you know, old people really only be having, like, in, yeah. one, in one of those spots. Yeah, yeah, they don't do a lot of tattoos, if they have any at all. All right, so stay tuned. We have Lifestyles of the Rich and Lavish coming up next. You're listening to The Outlaws. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. Listen to the Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio. Go to the iHeartRadio app and search for the Outlaws Radio Show. Or tell Alexa to play the Outlaws Radio Show. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Comfy in my own skin. And I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope you're still looking down seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E-Will. Well, 
Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E Will's not in today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio as you're dropping stuff. Sorry. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio. Excuse me. And on Instagram <laughs> at the Outlaws Radio. Before we get to lifestyles, Miss Lavish wanted to add one more thing to her description of the 60-plus-year-old man oh, that yeah. she's thinking about looking for. For my tan daddy, <laughs> you have to be rich. That's the only way I'm going to date an old man. <laughs> you got to be rich. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm sorry. Side note. I work at a comedy club in Cleveland, right. and it was a guy up there last night. He was like, he's not big name, but he was funny. Uh-huh. So, he was like, my manager was saying I, I had to start dressing like like me, like, you know, like myself. So I wore this uh, wrinkly jacket because it's like my boss. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> I just had to tell that joke because I was dying. <laughs> I was dying. It's just all white man. <laughs> oh. Had to tell it. That makes sense. <laughs> yes, it was an old white man. He was real funny. All right, now is the time of the show that we like to call the Lifestyles of the Rich and Lavish, where we take a visit to the celebrity world, Miss Lavish. All right, I just need uh, black women to understand that with all this spousal support that we keep hitting these black men with, we not we not really hurting them, but more so letting them make an example out of these rich black men. And that's just how I feel. Okay, so what you got? Judge orders Kevin Garnett to pay his ex-wife $100,000 per month. Oh, my God. In child support and spousal support. That's insane. That's insane, yo. That is insane. And they're using the these judge. I honestly be, starting to believe that they're just using them to set examples. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we can't really get you no other way, but we can get you your money. You know what? That's a very good because point. they get a cut. the cu- The county gets a cut of uh, gets a cut. You think they ain't taking some off the top? Do you have to pay taxes on that? I don't know. I, I don't ain't know. on child good, support. <laughs> that's a good question. I'm gonna find. Well, n- maybe not the child support, but the spousal support. Oh, you might have to pay. I'm gonna find out. Yeah, that's, I'm not sure it. how that works. Yeah. I ain't never been married and divorced. Right, neither have I. Right. Or engaged. <laughs> or in a relationship. No, I'm just fine. <laughs> Damn, $100,000. 100000 a month. A per, month. Per month. Like, you can't tell me, oh, it has to be this high because I have to be able to take care of it. Really? Girl, you could go be on basketball wives. <laughs> they ain't none of them wives. They but all you, ex-wives. It should but, be basketball ex-wives. But you know what's so crazy, though, is she may take that money and still go be on basketball wives. It's that it's that is insane. Like I, me personally, morally, I would never. I couldn't be like. I'd be like, that's too much. No. Right. It doesn't take no to raise a child a hundred thousand dollars, and neither does it your life. And if no. it does, then you need to sit down and reevaluate it and know that you didn't earn none of that movie <laughs> money. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Okay. Hello. That's the. Uh, that's oh, real. Cur- <laughs> it was that, terrible, but whatever. That's real. Like, I mean, and look, I if you're in a situation like that and you split up and you're taking care of the kid, you should be compensate you should be taken care of if the if there's not an arrangement between the parents but this is ridiculous it's ridiculous That's you know ridiculous. how many college school like years you could pay for with a hundred thousand right, right. just just make it just, probably not much how did it say how old the kid was no because basically the court just made this woman a multiple time millionaire for however many years until that kid turns 18 i hope the kid is 16 <laughs> <laughs> Next 
All right. So, um, ASAP Rocky is in, currently incarcerated in Sweden. Um, yeah. So, a video surfaced of some guys they was following and harassing him, and I guess it kind of got a little like physical. I didn't see that on the video, but mm-hmm. I saw that the Swedish guys were getting physical. But um, yeah, so they're planning on keeping him in for another week. Um, so, but it sounds to me like what you, if what you just said is true, he didn't even start the fight. No, he didn't. And that's why everybody is outraged. Like Kim Kardashian and Kanye sat and met with Trump, like put it on his to do agenda, agenda, like to get get him out. out. Um, it was said that the prosecutor, Daniel Sunson was the one who asked Stockholm's district court on Friday to hold ASAP Rocky. Um, until July 25th, while they investigate him for aggravated assault. TMZ reports that a judge just ruled to keep him behind bars, saying the court decided that the artist will remain in custody until July 25th because of the flight risk. This gives us time to complete the investigation. This means the prosecutor will now have another week to decide whether or not to indict him. That's not cool. Yeah, not at all. So... Yeah, free ASAP, Rocky. Free ASAP. Next. Um, El Chapo just got a life sentence. I'm a thousand percent sure this would not be the last time we see him, though. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. El Chapo, y'all ain't, but y'all not, y'all not, y'all are not equipped for right. El Chapo. I'm going to just say that. We are not equipped. All right. But the Mexican president says the life sentence is inhumane. That's what you're worried about right wow. now? That's what you're worried about instead of the pe- your people who are in concentration camps separated from their children? That's what you're worried about is a convicted drug pin lord murderer? And all of the violence. Everything that, that he do. created? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh, your paycheck about to stop. That's why. <laughs> the views and opinions of Jessica Lavish are not necessarily those of the FCB Radio Network. Next. R. Kelly was arrested for sexual trafficking. He fears for his life. I say fear for your butt. Next. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you are savage. For real. What, yeah, I, mean, I heard. Of, yeah, those. What kind of. Okay. You fear for your life now? What about them girls? And he had it on, and he had them all on videotape. What you are sick? You're bro. sick. I mean, and I I kind of feel bad for him in the back of my head because I know that when he was young, he was molested by, by his, his sister. So yeah. I know that that probably has a big impact on the way that he grew up to be. You know what I mean? So I I I feel bad for him, but then I don't but because it doesn't make it right for just because no, something doesn't. happened to you that you continue it to happen to other people. And maybe these girls that it happened to don't look at it that way because he's right. R. Kelly. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're still a girl. But if you under if you underage, you can't consent. <laughs> you period. can't. You period. cannot. No you, matter what. No matter how you you can look. At the end of the day, I don't care. Like. 15-year-old, yeah, I did it, but no, you can't consent. You You're under Exactly. Period. In Ohio, you have to be 16. Right. Right. So, but still, it's just like. It's, it's, but you know what, though? I mean, you, you bring up a good point, and this is why us as black folks got to start dealing with these mental health exactly. situations and, and things that people have been through, because had R. Kelly got some help, had that been dealt with, maybe this situation would not have happened. Exactly. Maybe. And maybe it would have, but nobody would ever know. But you never know. Because it was never dealt with. It was never. Exactly. It was probably hush, hush. Right. Keep shh, it under the table. Exactly. Shh, shh. Next. Iowa government official forced to resign after sending co-workers emails about Tupac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 
pretty pissed off about this, me personally, <laughs> but whatever. 66-year-old Iowa State official was asked to resign last month, days after he sent an agency-wide email to 4,300 employees highlighting lyrics from rap legend Tupac. The Iowa Department of Humane Service Director Jerry Foxhoven was reportedly asked by Republican Gov. Kim Reynolds to submit his resignation on June 17th, the Monday after he sent a Friday mass email in which he invoked the late rapper's name, song, lyrics, and likeness. According to Fox News, in the email, which featured a large image of a smiling Tupac, Fox <laughs> Hoven asked employees to mark the Keep Your Head Up rapper's birthday that, that weekend by listening to one of his songs. He also noted the occasion of his two-year anniversary as director... Um, Okay, sorry. As director and thank the staff for their hard work. When he returned the following Monday, he was formally asked to resign. Um, yeah, so. I, I think homie should get his job back. I don't think it's that serious. Right. <laughs> homie should get his job back. It's, like, it's, it's, it's not like he said, you know. The N-word or something. It's not like he said what Trump said. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I just don't see how people keep getting fired for smaller things than what Trump says, and he's still here. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't get it. Get a home, get a home his job back. I want to send a shout out too to Rachel Mullen who who sent who posted this story on Facebook and tagged me, and to specifically make sure I saw it. Man, <laughs> all right, you got a couple seconds left. You got anything else? Um, judge orders uh, the game to pay his music royalties, income, wages, and any of financial income until $7.1 million judgment is played off for a girl that claims that um, he, I want to say that he raped her or sexually assaulted her and he just never went to jail for it. Um, What else do I have? I had something else, but can't find it. Oh, well. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned. We'll be back with more of the outlaws after this. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Convenient my own skin. And I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope he's still looking down seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. Now you see I'm cool, calm, collected. Works you can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. Listen to the Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio. Go to the iHeartRadio app and search for the Outlaws Radio Show. Or tell Alexa to play the Outlaws Radio Show. This is the Outlaws Radio Show with the Kingpin, Jessica Lavish, and E-Will. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E. Will is not in today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at The Outlaws Radio. And for those of you who have not heard this segment, because uh, we haven't done it in a while. No, we haven't. Uh, it is a segment where we get some things off of our chest. Yes, we Lord. 
talk about things that are bothering us. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're comical. Sometimes they're serious. Sometimes they're political. They could be anything that is just on our mind. And this is the segment that we like to call what really irks my nerves. And today Jessica Lavish has the rant. All right. So it's, 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 mm. (laughs) it's, Two things tied into one, but they're going to tie in together. Okay. For one, I really hate when people use the term cis with me. (laughs) Really? Because this is how I feel about the word cis. When people started using the word cis again, because it's not like it just got started getting used, but whatever. People started using it again. It was more of a negative, condescending term. Yeah, it was a term of disrespect. I got y'all man, sis. Or, you know. But now females just say it, and I don't like it. Because why are you don't? Now I feel like you you got something. You being funny. (laughs) Don't cis me. (laughs) Don't cis me. So, like, a girl slid in my DMs. Like, sis, don't you want to help me out? Uh, I don't want to put her business out because I don't know if she listens. But don't you want to help me out? Da, 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 da. Wanting some career advice and stuff. No, wanting to just come on the show like oh. everybody does. <laughs> that, that's how that's tying in because that's another rant of mine. <laughs> but, like, don't say sis. Like, we not friends. I don't know you. Don't, don't, we, these, no. It's, hey, how you doing? I'm so-and-so. Yeah. This is what I have going on. Not right. sis. I mean, who do you think you are? Right. So, you're not even going to get a response because it's just <laughs> like, so if you're listening, girl, from Facebook, just listen, like, you're not going to make it nowhere like that. Like, yeah, we could be both young, but that don't mean that I'm going to respond to you like that. Right. Because I'm not even going to take you serious. Just like all y'all people are like, put me on the show. For what? What do you do? <laughs> what am I talking to? <laughs> oh, I just want to talk. No. Talk about what? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? What do you do? <laughs> hmm? Hmm? You don't do nothing? And I feel I feel bad when I ask people. They're like, oh, put me on. I'd be like, what do you do? Like, I feel bad when I say it because it sounds like such like a B word. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be that way. But why do you think that I should just, oh, we should just let you come on and just talk? Who right. who are you? All right. Like, who what are we talking about? What who, are we? What are you bringing? Yeah. I know what we're bringing. We, I know what we, we're allowing you to do. We've worked very hard to build this platform. So like. why would I just let you? Jimmy Buck, <laughs> who knows, who does nothing in life. What are we going to talk about, yo, 2K stats? Right. <laughs> Man, I will shade. What you ate last night? <laughs> it's not shade, because I don't, I don't like to be shady. I'm, I try not to be. Right. I can be, but I don't like when people are direct, like, just blatantly shady. Yeah. No, I feel, I feel you. Like, I got to... Um... This was maybe about a year or two ago. I had somebody hit me up in the Twitter DM, right? A rapper. And he he wanted me to listen to his stuff and try to, you know, get him on a show. And and the way that he asked me to listen to his stuff was, Hey, yo, N-word, listen to my S. I don't know you like that. 
It's just like <laughs> people. That's what that's what people lack nowadays. Yeah. They lack common sense. Everything that's common, they lack right. common courtesy, <laughs> common decency. Like right. nothing is that's supposed to be common is common. Right. It's all uncommon. Right. Who do you think you are? How do you think that you're gonna make it anywhere in life talking to people like that? Now right. I'm not saying we. Oh, I'm not saying we Elvis Duran or somebody or Ricky Smiley. But what I'm saying to you is. Show us a certain level of respect. It's a level of respect yeah. as a human being. Yeah, though. not e- yeah, not even just because of of this, but just from person to person. If person, yeah. to, if I don't know you, I'm not your sis. I'm not even your friend. <laughs> we friends on Facebook. I don't know half of those people. Right. More than half. Right. I probably know about fifteen of those people. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl. Like, yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. And, and it's funny, though, because you never know what a person's pet peeve is. Like, so that's why you shouldn't do that. I just don't like sis. It's you know like, okay, saying? sis, no, okay, don't don't call me that. Because I'm going to call you another way. And that's why she shouldn't <laughs> And that's why she shouldn't have did that because she don't know that that's your pet peeve. So it's like you need to just keep it, keep it respectful, keep it professional. I just feel like anytime somebody's using that word, it's in a condescending way because that's how it initially started trending with yeah. a condescending yeah. way. So that's like... And even still now, that's how you hear it most the, of the, the time. time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, you cute sis, so you being sarcastic or... <laughs> what? I'm confused. Yeah, cuter than you, I know, but... So make sure that y'all don't say that to Jessica because then they're gonna be thinking you crazy when you respond in a way that they don't expect you to respond. I, when I, I just cannot stand it. Like, I have one sister. Right. You are not her. <laughs> she don't even call me sis. <laughs> The, so, so your sister don't call you sis. She says Jessica. Okay. <laughs> shout out to your sister too, by the way. Yeah. Faithful listener. Of yeah. The show. Shout out to Love Jess. Her. But just say it, man. <laughs> you really felt that in your soul. I did. My spirit, my soul, my everything. <laughs> like I just hate it. It's it's such a pet peeve of mine. Like right. it's a huge. I looked at that message like ooh. <laughs> Did you respond? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. That's why I said if she listening, come a little more approachable. Come a little bit more respectful. We're yeah. not friends. Yeah. Like, I don't mind hearing your story and hearing what you, you know, I don't mind that. But right. I, I don't even care about your story right now because you came off crazy. <laughs> right. Exactly. You may not think it's crazy, but we're not friends. Right. Well, yeah, it's just like, the. do you think I listen to that dude's music? Who hit no. me up like that on Twitter? No. I wouldn't have either. I would have been like, it's trash immediately. <laughs> that, that's it. You ain't even listening. Yeah, I know it's trash. Look how you talking to people. Right. Like you, and you be sitting there like. You probably wrapped off beat like Easy <laughs> and everything. <laughs> you sit there and you like, okay, what was going through your head to make you think that saying this like this was a good damn idea? Like, do you think it's because you're black and he's black? I like, think, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. 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 And when you, it, it, how you going to talk to the white people that's really up there listening to the music? Right. You ain't going to talk to them like that. You ain't going to make it. Right. You ain't even going to talk to the black people up there that's listening to the music. No. They going to be like, what in the ghetto? <laughs> right. So don't, talk, so don't talk to us like that. You just, know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just etiquette. Like, people don't have etiquette no more. Like, hey, yo, B. Let me play my tunes for you. <laughs> Excuse me? Who's B? Right. Like, I don't, like, we're not, and, and like you said, like, 
with you and an old girl. Y'all ain't you don't know her like that. Y'all it's one thing if we cool, if you cool with somebody and we're friends, then we right. gonna talk to somebody we're gonna talk to each other a certain way. Exactly. But if I don't know you and you trying to get me to help you on top of that, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. Okay. It's just not a it's not a good look. Right. Like you are you threw me off by the way you approached me that you're lucky that I even read the rest of the message. Right, because you could have just been like, psh, psh, man, what? Right, delete and, and go on about the rest of your. And day. I don't mind helping people, but you're no. setting the tone for the relationship already. Exactly. Now I don't like the tone. Exactly. Turn it down. <laughs> it's too much for me. I can't hear. I can't think. All right, stay tuned. When we come back, we are going to talk about Jessica's favorite politician. Oh my god. <laughs> Barack Obama? <laughs> no, the one that's currently in office. The one lady? This is the one lady. <laughs> we'll be right back. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. Listen to the Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio. Go to the iHeartRadio app and search for the Outlaws Radio Show. Or tell Alexa to play the Outlaws Radio Show. What's going on, everyone? It's your man's Aaron Malik here. Feel free to go and stream my new single, Cool, Calm, and Collected, featuring my lovely label mate, Brittany Franklin. Watch as I saddle up in a Tesla when I used to walk everywhere. Look where I ended up. My mind is rich and my legs are super tough. Comfy in my own skin. And I don't stress as much. Dad, I hope you're still looking down seeing me grow up. I'm taking my time and doing it right for once. Now you see I'm cool, calm, collected. Works you can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, and all other major platforms. Welcome back to the Outlaws Radio. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. E. Will is not in today. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. Now, before we leave you today, that's all I can say. I'm so tired of this. We haven't talked about him in a while on we this show. We should have, but you know what? We we spared him. <laughs> That's how I look at it. We decided. What's going on with your mic? I don't know. You hear that? Yeah. All right. There we go. I you thought I was going deaf. <laughs> I got nervous. I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> so, all right. We haven't talked about uh, Agent Orange in a long time. <laughs> Agent Orange. Oh, my Jesus. See, you Hold keep on. moving that mic around. This is the time. CIA. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to go to another Zach, mic. Just go to another mic. There you go. All right. So, so. You can just move to another mic. That's right. That's how that shit works. <laughs> and there she go. <laughs> and then you cussed so loud, you weren't even on the mic. I'm sorry. But you cussed so I'm loud. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I was just. Why you can't were actually hear me? Up too loud. Oh. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> she is tearing our studio. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, fix it. All right, there we go. Jesus, fix it. Okay, I'm so, so sorry. while she while she gets gets it together, I'm going to set up what we what we're about to I'm talk sorry. about. <laughs> so, all right, Eric, the president of these United Who's president. <laughs> 
the president of these United States. My president is black. <laughs> no, right now your president is orange. No, he's black. <laughs> so he made a very, 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 very dumb tweet. Whenever he doesn't, <laughs> let me know. And his crowd made a very, very, very bad chant. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, basically to summarize it, we're not going to read the whole thing because you can go look at it. Trump tweeted about these four uh, congresswomen who are controversial in their own right and have also said things that they shouldn't have. But, of course, Trump, being Trump, always has to take it from zero to 100 real quick and decides to say that they that the four of them should go back to where they came from. Wow. So just for the record, out of the four, three of them were born in the United States. <laughs> There's only one. Go back to that hospital <laughs> now. There's only one that was born outside of the country. And I'm pretty sure she's legal, right? Yes. And she's legal. She, she kind of has. She to can't be. be right. She couldn't run for Congress and not be legal. And in the other one, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is Puerto Rican, and Puerto Ricans have had United States citizenship since 1916. So not only was it factually inaccurate, it was stupid and bigoted and xenophobic and ignorant and all the other things that you can think of. So, of course, throwing fuel onto the fire, he has a uh, rally Mm -hmm. talking about these congresswomen again. And his, I think he wants to be a woman. Go ahead and Bruce Jenner it. <laughs> and his audience chanted, "Send was it send them back or send her back? Send her back. Send her back." So he went so far that his own family had a problem with it. And the next day he said, "Well, I tried to stop him." When you watch the video, you see he did no such thing. He think we all legally blind. <laughs> P.O.P. Hold it down. Right. <laughs> no. So uh, you were very passionate about this, Miss Lavish. You wanted to talk about this. So give your thoughts on this whole whole mess from your president. Well, first of all, like I said before, my president is black. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I uh, did not vote for him. I, the last president I voted for is still my president. I think that's how it goes in life. So... I am very glad to see his wife and his daughter stick up for the, those women and themselves. Actually, I'm, I'm, I, that made me kind of like good for y'all. Like, yes, finally, <laughs> finally. I mean, they might have said things behind, you know, that we don't know about, but finally, right. Well, and I tell you this, like you said, they may have said things that we don't know about. This is how I can tell you they really that this was passionate that they were really passionate about this because this is the way this goes. We would not have known about this if someone in their circle didn't want us to know about about it. it. Exactly. So somebody in Melania's camp or Ivanka's camp leaked this Mm -hmm. on their own father (laughs) or their own husband to let it be known, hey, we ain't got nothing to do with this ish. And we tried to tell him, yo, you need to chill out with that. And they are the only people that he listens to. He doesn't listen to anybody else. Nobody, anybody that tries to give him good advice, he doesn't listen to. The only people that can ever make him change his tune on anything is is his his daughter, his wife, and his son-in-law. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything nice to say about him. 
So I'm not allowed to. We're not allowed to make threats. We can't do a lot of things. So no, I just you won't can't say because anything. Your information ever. is still on file with I, the secret I know. Service. I just won't say anything. But God, I can't wait till he falls. <laughs> and take that however you want to take it, okay? I just, I, I just don't know what goes through his head. I wish somebody would take his phone. Take his phone. Every time he opens his mouth, he says something stupid. Uh, so I have a question. Do yeah. we have time? Yeah, we got time. Okay. So I was watching this interview on, on another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they did it with a, uh, where is she from? She's somebody in the freaking whatchamacallit. Hold on. I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to tell you who she is in a second, but I'm going to tell you basically what they were talking about. So they were talking about Russia and how, you know how people said that Russia uh, basically like did the votes? That they were, that they had, I don't know if they did the votes, but but they were interfering in the election. Yeah, 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 they interfered in the election. So she was just basically saying that like that is their way of controlling America because they can't really control us in any other way besides messing with who runs the country you know what i mean they can't really what else could they really do what is her name dang they talk to too many people now oh here she is camilla harris oh camilla harris who's who's running for president yes she's running for president who has also said some weird things from time to time but this whole this whole election so do you do you think that like do you do well i mean obviously they did it for a reason Right, like so. Did I say Russia? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Russia interfered I don't know in the why election. I I said Tokyo. That, <laughs> Russia interfered in the election. That is a fact. I don't care what anybody tells you. If anybody tells you that's not true, they are lying to you, mm-hmm. or they don't know what they're talking about. Now, did Russia physically go in and change people's votes? No, they didn't. But what they did to make this short, what they did was an influence campaign. So they used social media, they used the internet, they used all sorts of things to convince people of certain things that were not true. True. Right. In order to motivate them to do what they wanted them to do Mm -hmm. which was to support trump and go against everybody else so uh perfect example those of you you all if you've been listening to us a long time you know that i was a supporter of marco rubio and volunteered for his campaign he was one of the people that was attacked by the russians during Mm -hmm. the during the primary so they went after everybody who was against trump they wanted trump in office for what reason that you can debate that amongst yourself. Right. But that but it's clearly they wanted him they <laughs> wanted him in office. Yeah. So they used they used our own social media, our own uh internet, the media because they would leak things to media outlets like everything. Mm. They used all of the stuff that we were just talking about a few segments ago that have a bad impact on relationships. They used all of that to a influence bad people's impact on America. Yes. To influence people's votes. So that is that absolutely happened without a doubt. Do I believe it was so that they control the, so that they could control him? I think it's part of it, but I think the other part is that they just wanted to sow chaos. They are against they're against the United States, so they wanted to do things to make us go against each other. Now you tell mm-hmm. me, I can't remember a time in my lifetime, and we're young, but in my lifetime where people have been as divided as they are right ne- now. Yeah, neither can I. I can't. So it's in, working. So I was just about to say that. So in some in some degree, what they wanted to do worked. Do you think that's a form of a terrorist attack? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. It, it, it it's it's a it's warfare without weapons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they literally 
hacked a presidential candidate's information and sent it out to the media for the purposes of influencing people to vote a certain way. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's, it's a act of war, if nothing else. Like even if you want to call it a terrorist attack, it's an act of war, if nothing else. But speaking of Russia, did you hear about the face app? Yeah, I heard about it. I didn't know it had something to do with Russia. Um, but I did hear about it, um, that it takes people facial recognition, the CIA. I mean, the CIA, I believe. If you have an iPhone 10, they already have your facial recognition. <laughs> That's how you open your phone. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's just like, as far as that, I believe that the CIA, they can hack any one of us without an app. But yeah, I didn't no, know I it had that. anything to do with Russia. But yes, I didn't know that either until a couple of days ago it started coming out and members of Congress even started talking about it. They own the app. Like a company in Russia owns the app. Now, for those of you who don't know who are, who are in America, you think about it a certain way. In Russia, there is no company that does business in Russia that's based in Russia that is not involved or controlled by the government. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? So it's not like here in the United States. Right. If we were over there, they would be... control. They control everything. They control everything. Yeah. They control everything. So this app apparently is owned by, com- by a company or companies in Russia. And not only that, but when you use it, they own your picture. I, me, did not personally use it on my phone, but somebody did it to a picture of mine. So that means they own that picture. <gasps> It was the worst picture of me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, uh, Ashley Herzog from the Todd Allen Show. Shout out to Ashley. She had mentioned on social media, uh, don't use that app or you'll end up on a billboard in Moscow somewhere. That's what I'm saying. I mean, thankfully, it was a bad. I had just took some Patron, so my face was like <laughs> real scrunched up. So I look like a scrunched up old lady. Right. But, I mean, that, that's that's why, America, y'all need to slow down and stop trying to follow everybody and do the same thing as everybody. Because you giving out, leaking out information that you and don't even like, know about. And this came out of nowhere. Nowhere. That's how you know it's something up. That's like a whole new um, freaking social media just randomly popping yep. up. I ain't getting on that in for a while. Yeah, but you know what, though? Here's a perfect example of what they do. We just talked about Russia's influence campaign mm-hmm. and all of that. They did it again. Like with the face app, because everybody was doing it. And then it was like everybody. I was going through my timeline thinking I was 80. It was nothing but old people. Forbes on uh, Forbes.com there. The headline of this article says viral app face app now owns access to more than 150 million people's faces and names. That is just frightening, (laughs) frightening. And. And the thing about it is what makes them so dangerous is they study us and they use us against us. Everybody, everybody shares memes and uh-huh. does the little. The They're probably the ones creating the memes. Put the picture. Well, they created this. They probably create the memes because I always be like, who is creating the memes? They're <laughs> genius. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is this somebody's job? Like, And then all of a sudden they're, they're, they're. Getting access to your stuff. Like, I remember hearing about after Trump got elected, they, the Russians had secretly created two rallies in New York. One was pro-Trump and the other one was anti-Trump to get people to clash with one another. 
And they both were funded by How is this happening? Are we in a simulation? (laughs) Like the Matrix or something? Like, I just want to push my arm outside (laughs) and see if it goes through something. It's it's crazy out here, man. And, And you know what? What sucks? I had used it, but I didn't. I didn't like the picture, so I didn't post it. <laughs> you still used it, but I still used it. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Well, delete." But they already got my. They I, already got I my picture. I did not use it. Well, but, me personally, but somebody else did. Somebody they, used what? But they ain't got my phone number, right. or they ain't on my phone. Well, and I didn't post it. I didn't post it on uh, social media. on social media. So at least they don't have access to that because that's oh, great. they got access to that already. Well, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they have access to everything they want. I mean, we have no privacy. Yeah, we, yeah, we have. There is no privacy. We're on social media. We have. We're walking around with these a thousand dollar things in our pocket called phones. We're called smartphones that can be traced like that. Yeah, we. You can find your phone yourself if you lose it. So exactly. if you can find it. <laughs> Just think of what everyone else who are somebody's could do. Exactly. Like if, if somebody steals your phone, you can literally go to the computer and pull up, find my iPhone and, find and see it. exactly where it's at. Yep. So if you can do it, of course they can do it and anybody else can do it. There is no problem. Of course privacy. Ish Kebab could. <laughs> On that note, we are out of here. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace, love, and chicken grease. The FCB Radio Network, first class broadcasting worldwide.